0: Hi everyone, I'm Mel and welcome to another Empowered Love Radio Show. So this radio show is about triangulation because quite a few people have asked me to write an article on triangulation because it is a really common tactic that narcissists use to inflict abuse now most of the people in this community have suffered triangulation and I also have personally there's already a great deal on the internet about triangulation and I know many of you have read this information however I really wanted to feel into this and understand and convey the dynamics of triangulation on a deeper level much deeper than just the surface level and that's exactly what this radio show is about so let's start off by having a look at what triangulation is triangulation is an indirect dynamic of communication and behaviours which involves more than two people that is unhealthy and unwholesome and the trademarks of triangulation are covert operation, deceit and abuse so the simple definition of triangulation is one individual attracting, discrediting, smearing or and abusing another person with the use of third party people or institutions so there are three traditional parts of the triangle and first of all we have the persecutor which is the top right of the triangle then we have the rescuer which is the top left of the triangle and then we have the persecuted which is also known as the victim and I don't like using that word so I prefer to use the word the persecuted and that is right down at the bottom of the triangle Many people on surface level believe that there's only one person in the triangle acting out unconsciously and unwholesomely, or at the most two, which of course is the people at the top of the triangle. And of course this makes sense if we do if we don't believe that we need to raise our own consciousness to change our life and that the only way we can be healthy and safe is to only hold other people responsible now if you know my work you know that I don't endorse this powerless model because I believe that if we choose to remain unconscious then we've got no ability to detach and heal from toxic situations and we've got no ability to create and generate and participate in healthy relationship dynamics so what I realized when I previously quite some time ago felt deeply into triangulation needing to heal the deception of it within my own life was that there was gaps within myself that caused me to play out not just one but two sides of the triangle myself I've been the receiver of persecution at the bottom of the triangle and I've also been at the left hand top of the triangle believing and defending narcissists against other people that they were discrediting. Now if you're really honest with yourself you may also recognize a time that you too bought into the narcissist's lies and deceit and believed him or her in regard to discrediting other people so the truth really is to heal and understand everything in our life and to evolve past any painful lesson we need to self-reflect. We need to recognize the parts of ourselves that require up-leveling. And these are the designed inner parts that lead us into unwholesome triangulation. And before healing these parts how we may have contributed to fueling the triangulation so let's look at the three roles within triangulation so we're going to start off with the persecutor, the top right of the triangle now this role is something that high conflict personalities are very drawn to adopting and the irony is the persecutor completely believes him or herself to be the victim and what we need to understand is this that the narcissist is severely emotionally stunted and underdeveloped and regardless of how mentally high functioning a narcissist appears to be he or she has the emotional intelligence of an angry irrational young child because the narcissist has such intense disowned inner parts of shame and self-loathing not only does the narcissist behave abysmally on a hairline trigger after perceiving any criticism intended or not he or she has to disown any accountability to these knee-jerk reactions The narcissist has tried to amputate him or herself away from his or her dark and painful inner shadows unsuccessfully. So these deep inner wounds still exist. And because the narcissist will not embrace them, take responsibility for them or heal them, they are superimposed onto the person targeted by the narcissist. So thus the narcissist in his or her maladaptive thinking believes that you are the pathological person acting out atrocious behavior and that he or she is the victim. And that's the truth of the matter. That's what you really need to start understanding. Now the narcissist unconsciously because narcissists aren't conscious unconsciously attacks and tries to destroy the parts of him or herself that he or she despises now these parts have been projected onto you so this is the irony of narcissistic abuse and of course the insanity of it is the narcissist acts out and abuses you and then blames you for these acts and then seeks to punish you further and I know a lot of you or most of you will have experienced exactly what I just said now the narcissist is rabid in these times like a rabid dog and completely unconscious and the narcissist is totally oblivious that the fueling of his or her narcissistic rage is actually self-hatred the parts that have been projected onto you Now, you just happen to be the container that's holding these projected split-off parts. Now, the very definition of unconsciousness is the inability to self-reflect. And this retards all ability to grow, heal, and evolve. And this is narcissism personified. A friend and I had a discussion recently about his estranged narcissistic wife. The discussion was how, even if responsibility is feigned by a narcissist, if you confront the narcissist and attempt to discuss the the narcissist's childhood wounds, which are the absolute cause of atrocious behavior, that's where it's all coming from, The narcissist's defenses come screaming up like a 10-foot electrified razor wire fence as soon as you go to touch on them. Narcissists do not genuinely confront, claim, admit or take responsibility for these inner wounds. If you do the slightest prodding, you will discover how flimsy the taking responsibility is. And people that want to become conscious who are efforting towards their unconsciousness will take full responsibility for their inner wounds. And they will actually discuss them with people in their life that they want to generate safety and trust with. Narcissists just don't do that. They can't do that. They won't do that. So, okay, let's go back to triangulation. The triangulation process begins when the narcissist acts narcissistically towards someone when they lash out then the abused person reacts and then that person is classified by the narcissist as the enemy now according to the narcissist disordered psyche brutal offence is necessary now in order to survive the narcissist truly believes that the threat needs to be eliminated and he or she needs to get the upper hand and disable you before you attack now naturally people who model humanity as love and dedication and loyalty are devastated when they are adored and then abhorred on a dime and it can happen very very suddenly with a narcissist the narcissist dehumanizes in a way that is unmistakable at these times. One minute you had a loving person and the next you have somebody who is treating you as the total enemy. And the shock is, of course, how can you treat me like this? The truth is this. The narcissist has regressed back to the stunted childhood wounds that are deeply embedded inside him or her you simply triggered them and it may even be the slightest thing that you've done or it may be something by association that is stored in the subconscious of the narcissist that identifies something that you supposedly did that matches that deep festering wound that has never been attended to so the wound for the narcissist are those childhood wounds of feeling victimized unacceptable, unlovable, powerless and violated because these wounds that have been there for years are disowned they have taken on a life of their own And they control the narcissist's personality and they trigger for the narcissist severe panic, pain and rage which are all responses to intense powerlessness. The narcissist unconsciously tries to exercise these demons by projecting them onto someone else and then destroying that person and hopefully the wounds along with them now of course this repeat cycle person after person after person never produces healings results relief or freedom no matter how many people the narcissist manages to annihilate additionally it doesn't matter how much integrity you have the narcissist believes and accuses you of things that you don't have the capacity to think about, let alone execute. But the narcissist is completely unconscious to all of that. The narcissist is totally unconscious regarding your character and is totally clueless to the fact that your reaction of criticism or anger was triggered as a result of being abused by the narcissist. Instead, the narcissist only has the capacity to dehumanize and demonize you as the container of the narcissist's shadows. The narcissist is now a terrified child in an aggressive adult's body doing anything to stop the imagined assaults he or she believes are inevitable from you and he or she feels childishly powerless to defend alone hence the urgent and frenetic need to recruit allies because of this incredible deep inner powerlessness that the narcissist feels now the narcissist inherently knowing that he or she is powerless false selves are anti-life, they can't generate their own authentic energy needs to rally people or systems as reinforcements to hopefully completely discredit you and cripple you before you can strike back. Triangulation is a tactic he or she has generally mastered at a very early age. Virtually every narcissist does it. And it's one of the absolute trademarks of narcissism. So, obviously one of the greatest weapons in triangulation is deception. The deception required to recruit an organization or another person to do his or her bidding comes easily. Narcissists are amoral. The end justifies the means. The narcissist, as a grown adult, is extremely capable of pathological lying. And the narcissist's brain wiring is disordered. The narcissist often fully believes his or her own lies. Brains are very good at creating stories, especially when neuron pathways are hardwired to self-avoidance, which is unconsciousness at the very least the narcissist will believe his or her righteous justifications for telling the lies such as, well, my enemy's going to lie, so I need to lie <laughs> or whatever convinces the narcissist in their disordered mind that it's perfectly okay unfortunately many humans don't suspect that a seemingly sane functioning person can tell them barefaced lies narcissists are also brilliant actors. Since a very young age they've perfected the craft of acting out emotions in order to manipulate as you can imagine I've heard the most incredible stories narcissists have used to smear business associates, love partners, friends and family members I've also experienced the most incredible smear campaigns myself, as I'm sure you have too. Sadly, many people believe the narcissist lies because they surmise, why would that person be saying that? Unless it's true. Something that outrageous and something that damning. However, healthy people do not get involved or they will seek the truth for themselves. People who are not hooked by the narcissist may, may believe the lies, and they may offer sympathy and even suggest solutions or support for the narcissist, but they are highly unlikely to take on attacking the person who the narcissist is smearing as their own personal crusade. Now, if they did, I've only got one assessment for that that this person has their own unresolved shadows their own inner wounds that they project outwards and look for excuses to righteously attack people and you know they paint it as trying to rid the world's evils that classic right and wrong and uh, we're right and they're wrong and. You know, and for people to actually do that on somebody else's behalf, well, they're pretty wounded people. Now, obviously, organizations often have no option other than to get involved with the narcissist's lies because it is their job to investigate claims of child abuse or criminal activity or fraud or tax evasion or violence or whatever the narcissist story is. So now let's have a look at the top left of the triangle, the rescuer So triangulation may include an organisation at the top left of the triangle or even a fictitious character or a fabricated statement Now narcissists commonly and regularly will use third party allied statements which can be real or completely fabricated And this is all again reflecting back to the narcissist's inherent powerlessness How he or she has to drag in third party allies So an example of that is something like this statement I spoke to Joe and he and his wife agree what you do is ruining our relationship That's an example of a third party allied statement Or of course there may be a real person convinced that the narcissist is the good person playing the rescuer role for the narcissist Now it's important to understand that the rescuer is being used by the narcissist he or she is also a victim and is also being abused the narcissist uses the rescuer as an extension of his or her agenda and has no qualms about dragging these people in, lying to them, getting them involved in chaos, or putting them at risk, even criminally, if they choose to engage at hitting back at that level and these people are objects and may be discarded when their usefulness is complete and then they may be re-recruited by the narcissist when the next triangulation opportunity presents the narcissist may go as far as to incite these people to do his or her dirty work exit the scene and then let them take the fall in his or her place for that atrocious behaviour so what makes someone susceptible for this role getting caught up in the triangle a variety of things generally this person has been hooked by the narcissist and he's trying to win his or her approval. This person may have assigned the narcissist as their source. And due to struggling to generate their own self-worth and self-love buys into the narcissist's lies about how special they are to the narcissist. The narcissist may lie or fame promises leading to some hope for the future with this person. So... And this person may believe that what the narcissists offer is something that only the narcissist can provide for them. Something such as love or approval or repayment of what the narcissist owes or making amends or security. The common denominator for people who choose to believe the narcissist's versions of events, despite the off and unwholesome feelings internally experienced, And despite the red flags that do appear, is in some area of their life, they see the narcissist as the source of what they want or need, rather than believing they are a generative source of that to themselves. So let's have a look at intimate partner rescuers. And this is a big area where triangulation can play out and often does. New partners are often easily triangulated against ex-partners. The new partner wants to believe the fairy tale and the facade the narcissist presents as the dream partner who was the answer to all previous loneliness or emotional pain or fears of security. And the new partner does not want to investigate the ex-partner's evidence that shows up, doesn't want to question the dream and easily believes the narcissist's versions especially when the narcissist is supplying the intoxication of perfect love that narcissists do in the love bombing period so a new partner would rather ignore the truth and believe the lies than threaten the illusion Down the track, ex-partners who were once at the bottom of the triangle being smeared and discredited to third parties are often re-recruited by the narcissist to rescue a status when things go sour with the new partner. So the positions are swapped. And the narcissist is apt to go into a hoovering phase With still contactable ex-partners, the ones that haven't done strict no contact or ones that are still still susceptible to being, being hoovered, when cracks appear in future relationships. The narcissist may be low on narcissistic supply and or suffering narcissistic injury and the narcissist wishes to inflict punishment and revenge on the new partner for not complying with the narcissist's false self and when narcissists rehook with ex-partners this is often exactly what it is about totally what it's about and I have an expression that narcissists are like crocodiles they like to keep lumps of meat under rocks for future reference for a future chew and often it's to do with triangulation now the ex-partner if still hooked and not recovered if they haven't done the work on themselves on their own inner wounds if they, they haven't recovered from the previous narcissistic abuse they are highly susceptible to being used for sex, attention, sympathy they become the object of revenge on the new partner and they're also susceptible to any energy and resources and anything else that the narcissist feels entitled to at this time. Now in times of low on supply and narcissistic injury, narcissists are voracious. They're an empty black hole that needs to suck energy. So this is a very, very dangerous time for ex-partners. The ex-partner may also take a stand against the new partner in a futile attempt to convince the narcissist that he or she is loyal, totally standing with and under and beside the narcissist and therefore worth loving and committing to again. And the narcissist can be totally charming and appear resourceful and even adoring when working on the ex-partner. And moving the ex-partner up from the bottom of the triangle to the top left-hand corner of the triangle. Now of course this ex-partner that's still hooked and still susceptible and still unhealed naturally is going to want to believe the lies. The narcissist despite previous abuse sorry this person despite the evidence of the previous abuse they went through doesn't want to imagine that the narcissist is very capable of demoting him or her again going from adored to being the enemy and the narcissist is likely to be playing out multiple games of smearing and demonizing different sexual partners to each other of course behind their backs and creating them as the rescuer in person simultaneously and you would be amazed at how often that goes on and this of course sets up these different sexual partners against each other the different parties completely distrust each other and they don't believe each other's versions so if one turns up and says this is what he's doing the other one can easily believe the narcissist and discredit that person They also choose to believe that the narcissist is so repulsed because that's what the narcissist will say this person is this, this person is that this person is unstable and disgusting and maybe they're a narcissist all of those things and because the narcissist is so repulsed with that person the different parties believe that there's no way way he or she would go near that person let alone, heaven forbid, be having sex with them. Now, despite the numerous warning bells, the red flags, the inconsistencies, and of course that gnawing, horrible, inner intuitive feeling that something unsavoury is taking place. And the narcissist, while all of that's going on, continues his or her operations undetected. Now many of you have experienced this and you know exactly what I'm talking about and maybe now you're thinking back and a light has come on for you and that's an absolute warning sign if the narcissist is smearing and discrediting you know an ex or somebody it's highly possible they're actually sleeping with them now the second narcissist in my life was discovered doing this with at least three different women and I was one of them and eventually we all discovered the truth despite his lies and despite the demonizing allegations about us all against each other now every one of us was actually acting out the role of persecuted and rescuer now naturally behaviour like this is incredibly disturbing, pathological and it's quite frankly sick. However, what is incredibly important is to get out of the victimhood model because there's no growth, there's no healing, there's no relief, there's no up-leveling in that whatsoever. And what is really important is that we take responsibility for how we got into such a toxic dynamic why we chose not to see the truth and why we chose to believe the lies and dismiss red flags what were our gaps that we wanted to be lied to I watched something not long ago which was a wonderful TED talk and I forget the lady's name, you might have seen it which was online and the truth is, the absolute truth is if we're being lied to There is a part of us that wants to be lied to. There's a part of us that is lying to ourselves. Now my healing journey required enormous self-reflection and extreme dedication to self-work in order to release the trauma and the pain of horrendous betrayal and the darkness of female misogyny and sexual and emotional predatory abuse. Those were probably the things that you know really inflicted my inner identity the most the the deep dark misogyny of it all now most importantly what required confronting and releasing was my inner unhealed and disowned parts which had led me into being involved with the narcissist in the first place and then being both the persecuted and the rescuer on such a dark pathological triangle and it's so true. This is what we need to understand. It is the blind spots within ourselves that allows us to miss the blind spots in others. Now, rescuers also can be people who are not intimate partners, past or current. So other people used by the narcissist against the narcissist's target can include a family member who was suffering from a lack of self-worth who is trying to source worthiness via the narcissist's approval and likewise a business associate suffering from lack of capability who believes the narcissist is a ticket to security and wealth may delude him or herself and combine forces with the narcissist against a target friends of the narcissist who suffer from lack of self-worth and self-esteem who get the payoff of the narcissist in their life for emotional approval and favours or who are hooked and manipulated with guilt can also be easy recruitment targets and for all of these people it's especially likely if this person has their own disowned inner shadows and projects this wounding as righteousness and a right to have personal crusades to attack or smear people so we can see that the rescuer model is also incredibly unhealthy it is certainly not just about being manipulated if we don't have the gaps within us to become a part of the triangle it just wouldn't happen so now let's have a look at the bottom of the triangle, the persecuted which is a position that we're all very familiar with Many people in this community know exactly what it is to be at the bottom of the triangle. Being subject to the narcissist smear campaigns, abuse by proxy, abuse by authorities and discredited to your family, friends, community and associates. Now if you're hooked into this, you're in for a really hard time. Narcissists are masters at playing out pathological behaviour inciting reactions and turning the tables with look at him or her, that is the insane person and the more upset and frantic you are the guiltier you're going to look I've been privy to more triangulation cases than I could count with people in this community And of course, I've experienced it myself. This, I promise you, the more you try to plead your innocence, the more you try to highlight the narcissist's pathology, and the more you try to clear your name, the worse things are going to get for you. The more distressed, dismayed, angry and victimized you are, the more you hand over narcissistic supply, the more people will band with the narcissist and the greater your reputation, relationships, even those with people you love the most, such as your children, and your livelihood will suffer. So this means we're staying unconscious and we're just reacting and we're trying to fight back from a position of unconsciousness. So I really want to explain to you the self-defeating model of unconsciousness and you may feel like it's just totally unfair which would be normal and human and you may explain, you may exclaim I have a right to be incensed and of course you can continue down that path if you want however there are true crucial reasons why it's pointless and the first reason is because you're playing straight into the narcissist's hands you will not achieve exposing the narcissist instead you grant the narcissist the egoic delight of knowing he or she has the power to severely affect you this is a grade revenge and narcissistic supply at its best the energy you direct at the situation provides what every high conflict personality thrives on the fueling of a battle where you are no match for the insane, delusional, out of bounds behaviour that the narcissist is capable for you've just put yourself in the lion's den and you're powerless in there You may have some people in your camp granting you sympathy and agreeing with your constant dismay and your constant efforts to expose the narcissist. You know, you may be putting posts on Facebook every day about what's happening to you and how pathological sociopaths are and you may just be completely stuck in it. Now, this following may be a really hard pill to swallow but it's the truth. So regardless of how much people may band with you and empathize with your pain, a healthy true friend could not view your obsession and see the mania of it without realizing how unhealthy it is for you. Now if this person or people agree with you, they are enabling your own self-destruction and they're yes people who have their own agendas for not telling you the truth not calling you on your stuff or they have extremely poor boundaries or they have their own unconscious issues which allows them to be involved with fueling victimhood if these people aren't calling you on what you're doing to yourself they are not authentic friends they're not what I call evolutionary friends evolutionary friends tell you the truth And they actually have an interest in wanting to reflect back to you the truth for your own ability to be able to evolve and heal. They don't allow you to just keep playing that out. And these people in truth are extremely similar to the unhealthy people that the narcissist recruits as rescuers. So not surprisingly, you will discover that many people pull away from you because you've just become too toxic and unhealthy to be around in your obsession of being victimized. And hopefully you have got some people that will call you on it and be honest with you about what you're doing to yourself. Now I promise you with all of my heart, I have never seen one person out of thousands of people over years on the incensed victimized track get well get relief heal or be able to productively get on with their life how can they when every day is poisoned with the toxic energy of what the narcissist has done or is doing or will do now the second reason why it is just really pointless to stay incensed and stay a victim and as far as I'm concerned, this is the most important reason you shouldn't take on the Incense Victimized Dance is if you do that, you have missed your evolution lesson which means you are doomed to recreate it over and over again until you finally do take it on So let's go back to the understanding of what unconsciousness is Unconsciousness is the inability to self-reflect and realize that you are the emotional, energetic creator of your own experience. Unconsciousness is the powerlessness of trying to control and change situations outside of you to improve your life rather than evolving yourself. Now those two points are vital in regard to your entire life. Unconsciousness is the root of all pain, all less than experiences, all inability to change painful patterns in life and all dysfunctional relations and relationships including the devastation of triangulation. Now we know that the narcissist has no hope of becoming conscious because the disease of narcissist is malignant, pathological unconsciousness. And the narcissist's unconsciousness is not ours anyway. That is not our business. It's not our job. And it's not our job. To try to get anyone else around the narcissist to become conscious our job is our own unconsciousness and it's about evolving that into consciousness that is our only job so let's have a look at the empowering model of consciousness so how do we become conscious how do we do that we do that by stop looking outwards by stop staying in our head and the stories of victimization and we take our attention inside us to what hurts and we drop deeply within to find and heal the original wounds that led us into this mess in the first place Module 4, 5 and 8 in NARP are very powerful self-reflection and healing tools for triangulation And for those of you that are first-time listeners, NARP is my healing program. It's the Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Program. So by going deeply inside, we discover many things about our own shadows that caused us to generate being triangulated. And what I mean by that is whatever we have disowned and we haven't healed within our own childhood wounds, if we don't confront them inside ourselves, They're going to confront us out in the field via other people. And it's these shadows that are our wake-up call. What happened to us is our wake-up call. And this is exactly why we are panicked, why we are incensed, why we are hooked in, and why we're feeling so abused and powerless. So what is this really about? So here is a small list, because there's many more, of the types of inner wounding that commonly leads us to attract and be persecuted in triangulation. These were the unhealed wounds that cause triangulation to show up in our life. So these are the wounds. Believing that your worth is dependent on approval from others rather than loving and approving of yourself now this isn't a logical conclusion this is a deep inner emotional feeling because the logic isn't creating your life your inner emotions are okay so the next one is as a child, child being scapegoated, blamed and distrusted believing that you will die or that you feel like you are dying because the person who you thought was the source of your life is now demonizing you Carrying the young inner wounds of terror of being punished because of something that you've done or haven't done. Carrying the young inner wounds of terror that you will lose things or people dear to your heart because of something that you've done or you haven't done. Being triggered with the intense young inner panic. I have to change crazy people from being crazy otherwise I can't be safe. Now I promise you this, no matter how badly the narcissist is behaving, your fearful, disturbed, panicked reactions are not coming from a healthy, adult, healed, inner center. They are triggers from very young, underdeveloped, unhealed parts of you that actually took on these wounds long before the narcissist brought these submerged wounds up to the surface for you. One of the most simplest and profound realizations that we can ever have is this: When we have unresolved trauma, it is trapped in our bodies, and it then has a life of its own. And what this means is we have eternal internalized the abuser and the abusive acts, and we remain bonded to them. And we will continue recreating that abuse over and over again and over again now your primary abuse was not the narcissist and then what happened was because those wounds were disowned and they weren't healed whatever was unconscious had to become conscious by presenting to you in the field outside of you so that's why original trauma as well as this trauma has to be accessed and it needs to be released If you were coming from a healthy adult center, you would detach, you would pull back, you would know your own solidness, truth and integrity, non-dependent on others getting it. You would create boundaries and deal with everything calmly and logically as needed. And you would start generating your own healthy life that does not include pathological insanity. The real truth of the matter is, if you were already healed and did not have these blind spots, triangulation could not have turned up in your life. You would have pulled away long before matters got to this level. The truth is, when you do heal these parts, you will feel solid, you will feel resolved, you will no longer be addicted and obsessed. You will healthily to detach and you will be free not just from this toxic exchange but also the possibility of future events that match this exchange that was my real truth and it's yours as well and that's our truth for everyone that is recovering from triangulation and narcissistic abuse in general now this is not about shame and blame this is about taking personal responsibility and claiming personal power the truth is never shaming unless we choose to try to stuff our shadows back down and then of course we are going to shame ourselves because we're still carrying pain and shame now in stark contrast the truth is the light that dissolves these shadows and it's what sets us free. The evolved parts of ourselves knows that life supports truth, integrity and solidness and we've got nothing to fear from powerless false selves. It is only our young, fearful, insecure, unhealed parts that hand energy over to narcissists and it is these parts of ourselves that provide the fuel for narcissists to do what they do without our wounding and associated fear and pain narcissists have no power I'm going to repeat that because it's the truth without our wounding and associated fear and pain narcissists have no power what the narcissist is actually doing is attacking you with your gaps when you don't have anything the narcissist falls off falls away and becomes non-existent in your experience and you are going to experience this for yourself if you take the gift of the lesson and evolve your wounds You will up-level into no pain, no handing over of energy, no obsession or thoughts spent on rubbish. Additionally, you will experience people automatically believing you. Not that your identity requires that to feel whole, if you're sourcing that for yourself and healing that yourself. And you will know a greater level of empowerment and emotional freedom than you ever believed was possible why? because this experience led you to heal your inner shadows that you previously didn't know you needed to heal this experience of triangulation was what was able to make your unconscious conscious you will also experience the narcissist falling flat on his or her face not that your identity even requires that to feel whole because when you no longer provide energy the narcissist can't produce any of his or her own the truth is narcissists are lifeless they are anti-life and they have to steal energy to produce any defeating the narcissist authentically by starving him or her of energy may be your initial motivation to start becoming conscious however i'd like you to understand the greatest powerful truth that you could ever know one that your entire life experience depends upon when your orientation becomes too totally about dedication to detaching from what other people are or aren't doing and becomes firmly involved in the upleveling of your own unconscious parts you will break free into the greatest joy expansion, peace, love and flourishing than you have ever known even way before narcissistic abuse you will start connecting with and generating your true being and your true life You will also create a world, one person at a time, where energy is no longer provided to narcissists. Then, narcissists will be left with themselves only, with only two choices remaining, get conscious or become extinct. And I'm going to really look forward to your questions and comments on the blog. And I think this is, um, you know, a really highly self-reflective show that can change your life incredibly. And that's exactly what I did for myself in regard to triangulation. And I can assure you the relief of never having any thoughts or memories of what happened back then. It's just done. And when I look back at it and even when I wrote the article for this radio show, it was really like writing about somebody else's life. It's just none of that stuff's my reality anymore. And that is the gorgeous freedom and up-leveling and evolution that comes from that. So if you enjoy my radio shows and you want to know how you can not only survive but thrive after narcissistic abuse, just like myself and thousands of people from 50 different countries worldwide, you can go to melantoniaevans.com forward slash NARP, which is capital N-A-R-P, so I'll repeat that, melantoniaevans, all one word, dot com forward slash capital N-A-R-P where you can learn all about my energetic 10-step healing system that will liberate you from narcissistic abuse. So that's it for me, everyone. And I look forward to the comments and the questions on the blog. And I'll be back next week. Lots of love. Bye-bye.